And now another edition of Traveling with Paul Lasley and Elizabeth Harriman. Every edition of Traveling with Paul Lasley and Elizabeth Harriman airs weekdays on the American Forces Network in countries around the world. Each show is also available as a podcast at ontravel.com and at iTunes. Just use the keyword on travel. Here's Paul and Elizabeth. Well, Max Hartshorn joins us once again from Go Nomad. What an amazing website that is. But Max has been out, as you know, sort of RVing. But now he's talking about Newport, Rhode Island. And this is where the rich and famous went back in the 19th century. But of course, if they went there, they had to build something. So they built these really the closest thing to an American palace. And uh, Newport is an amazing place. And Max, welcome back to traveling. Well, great to be back with you folks. Yeah, I just enjoyed, I enjoyed Newport so much. And you know, in this era of pandemic and so forth, I'd like to say that the trip was not scary at all. It had no elements except fun. Everything was safe and uh, clean, and I felt very well taken care of in a couple of these new hotels that I visited in the wonderful city by the sea, Newport, Rhode Island. So you actually sought out new hotels uh, to go to, and did they all have cleaning protocols? And did you have to wear a mask? They did, you know. Yeah, I did wear a mask quite a bit. I went with my granddaughter, Sophie, who's 11 or 10, and she was great. And yes, uh, certainly there was two. I, I was alerted to the presence of two new hotels. And I admire these people opening hotels during the pandemic. The Hammocks Hotel and the Brenton Hotel both opened this month or last month, July, in Newport, right on the water. Tough time to open a hotel, I guess. But uh, how are they doing? They're doing great. You know, they're going for the upscale market, of course, like many of the new properties that open. They're looking for like a, the, you know, Newport's tradition of being a, a very rich city, and, and, and it certainly plays out in the hotels and the choices, the amenities that they offer. It's interesting uh, to us uh, because so many places seem to be going after this luxury market, which is okay. They have a lot of money and whatever else, but uh, so do a lot of other people. And sometimes it seems to me the luxury market seems to limit uh, the potential customers that one could get just by the fact that, well, you know, I make $600,000 a year, but I don't want to go spend thousand dollars a night for a hotel i mean do you do you find that in your in your travels at all well actually you know i remember years ago visiting new zealand and we went to a very upscale place and the guy said well i'm charging 450 a night in my hotel but i think that i should charge more because people don't think it's a good value unless Ah. it costs 600 a Ah. night so there's a certain school of thought that says charge more and they think it's better wow well, you see, you you uh, travel in in those circles <laughs> that people will confide to you their marketing strategy. Uh, people don't talk to us about their marketing strategy <laughs> well, at all. Sometimes they do. <laughs> but well, so tell us a little bit about um, these two hotels. Yeah. So the first hotel I stayed at, and again, we had two nights in each one, and they were just wonderful to be able to really get a chance to see them. The Hammett's Hotel was built on, it was a formerly, it was a warehouse and it's right on the, 
on the harbor. And one thing about Newport, it's really a seacoast city. It's got sailboats, it's got motorboats, it's got beautiful large yachts. It's just beautiful. And these hotels are right in the thick of things. I mean, like, literally, like, you can see boats coming and going, little motorboats, sailboats all over. Boats, uh, there's a big, there's a very robust sailing program for kids in Newport. And, you know, Newport's just got a lot of beautiful places. Like, it's got Goat Island, and it's got these areas where, like, for instance, the, the Hammersmith Farm, where JFK and Jackie you know, Nassau, got married in 1957. Um, so the, you know, there's places to see that are all surrounded by the glittering water. So I have to say these two hotels, Hammett's and the Britain, are really taking advantage of that location. Well, that seems to me to be one of the attractions of Newport. We've been there a couple of times, although not recently. And uh, uh, the fact is that uh, it is oriented to the sea. All those, all those great mansions that we were talking about are right out there on prime property. I guess back in those days, you could buy anything you wanted. If you were wealthy enough. Wealthy, so, yeah. Did you tour those, the grand houses, those mansions? Yes. Well, we, you know, we really got a chance to have some fun. Um, I wanted to do something a little more than just the, the tour of the Breakers, which is the largest of the mansions built by Cornelius Vanderbilt. Um, so we decided to take a servant's life tour. And what we did was we got a chance to go to the one of the beautiful mansions called the Elms. And that was run. That was owned by a coal baron from uh, New York City. And they took us to the back stairs, and oh, they wow. showed us where the servants lived and how the servants worked. And they showed us the little bells that would ring, and they'd summon the servants. And it was very interesting to see the bedrooms of the servants and to realize that such a huge part of, of that life was really being taken care of by these immigrants and other poor people who came up with the, the socialites for the social season, which lasted from July 4th until September 15th. And that was because the opera started on September 16th in New York City. Well, of course you had to be there for the opera. I can understand that. Um, you know. Well, so you had a, you had a taste of upstairs, downstairs, or or perhaps more like Downton Abbey, some of, them, some of those houses more like Downton Abbey. Exactly, yeah. They showed us all the little rooms where they stayed, and we learned that there was actually uh, the servants were there, um, and many of them, like I said, from other countries, and they had, you know, they had a butler, they had a maid, they had all these different footmen, and they had, the head butler was the, the head man, and there was also a person called the underman, and he took care of the servants. He served the servants their food. Yeah, I didn't know there was such a thing. I learned about that in this tour. I didn't either. I mean, what an amazing thing. You know, that's the amazing thing about travel. You learn so much. There really is no substitute for being there, of course, we're we're here we're we're here in California. We can't go much of any place because nobody wants us. So we're uh, so it won't. It'll be a well, while before during we COVID. during COVID. Um, so, but it won't be. Someday we'll all be able to travel again. And in the meantime, places like Newport, Rhode Island, are um, open to visitors. So, what? How busy was it, um, Max Hartzorn? Was it terribly? I mean, probably not as busy as most summers, but it, it sounds like at least there is some tourism going on there. Well, yeah, I have to say this. I got a chance to talk to the, the folks up on the tourism board, and they told me some sad news, which was that last year they had 52 cruise ships that came to Newport, and this year they had absolutely zero. Yeah. And they had a staff of 22 people on their tourism board, and now they're down to five. 
Mm. And they've had to close the big visitor center. So it's really, really taking some hits. But I'd say, you know, there was definitely a lot of people there. But we kept our masks on and we kept our social distance really pretty well. And every time we had a meal, we were able to eat outside, which is really neat. You know, oh. you're lucky to do that in California. You know, in the East Coast, we're worried about what's going to happen when it gets cold again. Sure. Because everybody's eating outside here. Yes. That's well, right. The other thing is, in California, for years, strangely enough, uh, eating outside wasn't that there were a few restaurants that did have outdoor seating. But now, of course, if you want to serve anybody, you have to eat outside. And uh, I hope yeah. that stays because we have fairly good weather year round. And I remember being, you would love this, Max. I remember being in Vancouver, British Columbia, in the winter. And uh, it was snowing very lightly. It wasn't a big snow, but it was snowing. And there were people out in the outdoor tables at the restaurants. And they had blankets and things like that. And I, I said to someone from the tourism board, I said, you eat out in all weather? He says, it has to be really cold before we go inside. So it was, uh, it was quite something. But I hope that continues here. Well, you know, I'm talking to myself... Whoever is in the market, whoever makes those heaters, those outdoor patio heaters, he's going to have a heck of a season up here in Massachusetts because, you know, in about October and November, it starts to get chilly. But uh, really, that's the only way you can eat. So, so in Newport, we, we, you know, we did a lot of things in Newport. We ate dinner on the on this restaurant, which is on a wharf where boats were coming and going. But we got, a, we got a lot of chance to do some fun stuff. Like we took the Servants Life tour, and we w took a helicopter tour above Newport, which was fascinating to see the, the mansions from the sky. Wow. And um, we also got a chance to do something really cool, which is called Rail Explorers, where they have an abandoned rail railway. It's about uh, three miles. And you know those old-fashioned cartoons where the people used to pump those little vehicles oh, yeah. that would go like cartoon characters? Yeah. It's like that. You pump your, you pedal your way on the on a railroad track. Really fun, called Rail Explorers. How how long did you, you know, how far did you have to pump? And was it hard? And or was we it we, we we pumped our way about about three miles uh, down, and then you end up at this place where there's a beautiful waterfront view, and you you go down about uh, three miles, and then you take a little break, and they have during the evening they have fire pits. It's right on the ocean. Uh, and then you get back, and they turn it around, and then you pedal your way all the way back. So it was a good workout. Sophie had a good, fun time with it. And it was just a neat little experience to add to the, the, the fun things you can do in Newport. Well, I want to ask you about Sophie. Did she enjoy all of this? I mean, was it great for a kid? Because I obviously... It was I great for her, yeah. yeah. And, you know, traveling with your grandchildren is so fun. I've done it. Actually, ironically, last year... At this exact time, I was in Newport Beach with oh. these two kids, my grandchildren. Wow. And here I am in Newport, Rhode Island a year later. It was wonderful coincidence. Oh, they probably say, oh, granddad wants to go to another Newport. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <or> exactly. <laughs> grandkids on on, New, uh, on each coast. <laughs> that's, but, that's great. You know. Uh, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I want to add to about Newport. I want to talk a little bit about some of the other things you could do there. Yes. Of course, the breakers are, are the breakers is the biggest of all the mansions. It's 116 rooms, and it's a, it's a really great audio tour you can take. And um, there's uh, there's about uh, 60 of these uh, cottages they call them, which is absolutely spectacular mansions. But uh, in addition, 
to the 62 mansions on Bellevue Avenue, which were once owned by the robber barons. Yeah. Um, Jay Leno has a big house in Newport, has a beautiful big mansion on the coast. And, and Larry Ellison owns one of the mansions, too. So it's not just the, the old people that own these mansions. Oh, there, wow. are some, there are some current day rich people who own the mansions there. Yes, and are the, the, new, or the new owners building old-looking houses or are they modern houses? Or? Well, Ellison has been working on the, He's been renovating this house for something like like five or six years. So I, I think Larry's got a lot of things to worry about in California, and he owns about nine houses. So I don't know whether he cares much about this. But uh, but it's quite a house. It's a, it's a spectacular house. And the other thing that I want to mention about Newport, if you ever go to Newport, definitely go on the cliff walk. There's this thing called the cliff walk. It's a oh, three-and-a-half-mile yes. walk. And it's right along the ocean, and it's right in front of the mansion. Mm. Oh, that sounds lovely. I think it's we, really pretty. Yeah, I think we've done a short part of that, not the whole three and a half miles. I think that's, it seems to me, Max, going to a place like uh, Newport, especially on the east coast of the United States, um, it's a very different world, a very attractive world for travelers. Really is, yeah. And it's also like, it's such a short season, you know. I mean, New England really only has, you know, June, July, August, and September. And so you in Newport in August is the perfect time. The water is beautifully sparkling. It's you you can go in. There's lots of beaches around Newport. Um, there's lot it's just a great little walking city. There's it's very you know, dense little packed area. And again, we felt very safe. So I have to say, during this time of pandemic, you can take a trip to a hotel and the hotel will respect you and they won't clean your room though, you know. They don't do that anymore. Yes. Well, now, well, I think it depends on the hotels because I mean, a lot of hotels have really ramped up their cleaning uh, protocols. I mean, they've got gone on overdrive. So, but the Hammett's Hotel didn't have room service. Well, they they did. Well, not really. No, in fact. None of them. I was two weeks ago. I was in New York State, and what they do is they'll say to you, you know, you can bring your bag up yourself, and we'll bring you towels. And if you stay there for three days, they'll clean the room after three days. But most of the hotels just say, ask us if you want towels. You're on your own. Well, I think a lot of people are afraid, to, ha- which I think is ironic uh, because, <laughs> because uh, you know, the hoteliers will tell you the hotel rooms have never been cleaner. But people are afraid to have somebody else come into the room. So they put up the do not disturb exactly. sign yeah. so they don't get their room cleaned. I, I mean, it's, I think it's like 60 or 70% of the people that stay in hotels these days are putting the do not disturb sign out. Well, you know, I don't think, I'm trying to remember, uh, Max, I don't think we've stayed in a hotel since lockdown. We have not been anywhere since lockdown. That's right. <laughs> No one wants us. Well, I can't. I hate to say I have no more plans. I wish I had some plans coming up, but I have nothing happening. So I don't know what's going to happen with my travel. I had a little spurt here, a couple of different fun little trips, but I'm home for a while, just like you. You know, just read Go Nomad. I'm sure you are very familiar with this website. It is packed with information that is an absolute great gift to those of us who cannot travel, going to Go Nomad is a wonderful experience. And I frankly I am in awe of your editorial abilities because you choose such interesting writers. 
And we well, are- thank you very much. I appreciate that. We have fun, and, and we hope that people get inspired to take their own trips. And if your listeners want to read about Newport in a, a couple of days, we'll have the story. I'm, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but I'm sure it'll be up by then, and you can see all about the Newport mansions, the Servant Life Tour, the helicopters above Newport. And if you're lucky, you can ride the rails on the Rail Explorer. <laughs> isn't, isn't that a, a sign of the times that they charge you for paddling your own rail car? And we, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, you do the work, but but you have to pay for it. Well, we are chatting with Max Hartzorn of GoNomad.com, and you are listening to On Travel on the American Forces Network and at OnTravel.com. I'm Elizabeth Harriman here with Paul Lasty. Well, so Max, um, you went someplace else recently. Tell us about the your other visit. Yeah, you know, I after I, you know, I wanted to. We've always had a family tradition of having a bunch of us, all my, my, my sisters and my cousins and my, all of a bunch of our relatives would always get together in Eagles Mere, Pennsylvania, which was our special place. We would go, about 20 of us would go. And of course, in the COVID era and the era of fear and so forth, we just didn't know what to do. But we still really wanted to get together, some of us. So we all made a, we all made a pact and we said, we're all going to get COVID tested and then we're going to get together and have a weekend, have a, have a week together in a house. So we went to our, I went to my local clinic and I got a a positive or a negative, fortunately, a negative COVID test. And everybody did that. So when we showed up, 10 of us, we went to the town of Westport, Massachusetts, which is, I've never been to the South coast of Massachusetts, my own state. I didn't even know about it. It's located near Fairhaven and it's near New Bedford. And it's a wonderful small community. It's kind of like Cape Cod was about 30 years ago, I think. Wow. It's not nearly as developed as the Vineyard or, or Cape Cod, but it was a great place for us to spend 10, 10 of us to spend a week together, uh, enjoying a big house and enjoying some beach time. Oh, it sounds great. What yeah. an, what an I, innovative idea. And interesting, you all got tested ahead of time, so no chance of spreading the disease. I think that's extremely responsible. Exactly. I that's think if great. you get, you know, if, if you... If you're going to make a plan with, with a bunch of people, you don't have to necessarily say, no, you just have to be careful. And getting the test and then after that, of course, being pretty vigilant about what you do and just hoping that, you know, you didn't catch anything after you took the test. But everybody was fine. And it made it so much easier. I mean, you know, have you noticed that when you post photos uh, on social media of being close to people, people say, hey, how come you're so close to them? Aren't you going to get COVID? You know, so it's nice to be able to know that you've already been tested like everybody in the picture. That's really a good point, Max. I hadn't thought about that. So that, that you know, stops that criticism at the out, at the outset. That you don't need to worry. We all got tested. So it's yeah. okay. We can exactly. take a picture we can together. Hug. <laughs> That's great. We can take a picture. We can hug. We can, we can breathe on each other without fear. <laughs> oh, to be able to breathe on each other without fear. That is the goal. <laughs> there we are. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what we do next year, hopefully. Yeah. Well, do you uh, do you include the kids in all of this, or is it more of an adults-only <laughs> Yes, it was. uh, It was my my daughter was the one who organized it, and I had two sisters, my daughter, um, and then a bunch of nieces and nephews and my grandkids. So it was a wonderful trip. It was about ten of us, and again, the house was big and very comfortable. Um, We did go to a we went to Horseneck Beach, which is a famous beach in southern Massachusetts. The only problem with Horseneck Beach we found is that it's got so many rocks that it's kind of hard to sit on. 
like oh. like uh, like England, you know, like Brighton, you know. Oh yes, right. That is something about uh, some beaches here in California. We're mostly sand. Um, I don't know why that is, but we're mostly sand. Um, but the thing that, and you would have found this when you came to Newport, Southern California, is that, um, well, it's called Newport Beach. There is a sandy beach there, but the water is so cold. The Japanese current goes oh, up yeah. and down the coast, and it's one reason why in summer there's low clouds and fog every day uh, along the coast of California. Yeah. But I've heard that the water in New England is actually warmer. It is. Oh, yeah. People all go in. I mean, I, I never, I've always been amazed about that in California. You've got those beautiful beaches, and you really got to wear a wetsuit to go in. But that's not true in, New, in Newport or in Westport or the Cape Cod. Uh, the only problem we have in Cape Cod is there's a lot of seals, which oh. means there's a lot of sharks. Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> We've yeah. had shark attacks big time. They love the seals. They eat the seals. So Truro and places on the Cape Provincetown have, have reported, Wellfleet have reported lots of sharks. Yeah, because wow. they don't really like humans, but they mistake humans for seals. Uh, but when they, you know, but they take bites out of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's it. And they, they, say, they bite you and, and then realize <laughs> oh, that you're not a seal. Yeah, that sorry. doesn't help a lot. I don't want that. But it's, but still, you got bitten. <laughs> what, what's the? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that and surfboards. They like to bite surfboards too. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> well, if you think about it, uh, that guy on the surfboard or the gal. Um, he from has her legs uh, off the surfboard. Mm -hmm. Look a lot like a seal. From underwater, yep, I suppose they would. That's right. So <laughs> Jaws. Jaws. Jaws yeah. strikes well, again. that's why it was filmed in... Yeah, this, in that part of the right. world. Um, wow. Here, of course, we have seals, but they're... I mean, they're uh, sharks, but they're much more behaved. More, Much more well-behaved on I the West so. Coast? I think it's because... Of the cold water. Calibra because of the cold water. I think well, so. it makes as much sense as anything else. Max Hartzorn, where are you off to next? Well, I, I, as I said, I, oh. I, I am sad to say, you guys, I have no plans. I, oh. I've done all my things, and I I hope that, I, you know, I'm looking forward to going back to the TBEX conference that's going to be taking place. Hopefully, I'm thinking that 2021, I'll be back in Sicily when oh. I was supposed to go there in March of 2020, mm. but I have nothing going on. I, I'm sad to say I, I have to make some more plans, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> and and you can report on them here at, at On Travel. But in the meantime, uh, you have this wonderful website, gonomad.com, with uh, all kinds of fascinating articles. And in fact, there's one that is intriguing to me. How much does it really cost to travel? Uh, and um, I think that is a very interesting story to read about somebody who sort of did a, a gap year, not, you know, later in life. And how much would that cost when we're, again, when we're sort of already... Yeah, all the things you don't contribute to and all the, like, all your pension you don't contribute to and the things that you forget about that really do add up. So it's a great thing to take a big trip, but just remember... It costs your money. Yeah, so uh -huh. you have to be prepared. And one way to be prepared is to log on to gonomad.com. And Max Hartzorn, editor of Go Nomad, is a frequent guest here on Travel. And Max, so thank you so much for being with us again and, ex and telling us about, reminding us of the beauties of Newport, Rhode Island. Thanks, Max Hartzorn. Great to be with you. And thank you for being with us. I'm Elizabeth Harriman. I'm Paul Leslie. Stay safe. 
Join Paul and Elizabeth at any time since each episode of Traveling is available as a podcast on iTunes, keyword on travel, and at ontravel.com. You can join the global community on Twitter and Facebook at ontravelmedia, and you can email at traveling at ontravel.com. Your suggestions for show topics and comments are always welcome. Join us next time on the American Forces Network and at ontravel.com. I'm Fred Sager.